this week we've had a week of prayer and we've been praying over the week in different places, different ways and each day of the week we've been praying over something different like international situation, the national situation, we've been praying for each other, we've been praying for community and outreach and so on and I wanted to just give uh, an opportunity for anybody, if you feel that God has spoken in any way, or something happened this week, maybe you had an answer to prayer this week, um, or maybe God gave you a word that you feel you'd like to share, um, please, please, I want to give you an opportunity now just to share it with us, particularly if God's given you a word that you think, don't worry if you're not sure, if you don't, you're not sure whether it's God or not, that doesn't matter, you can just give it, and we'll, we'll, we'll judge it later, if do you just feel that God may have spoken to you, please come out and share it with us. And, or else if you've, you've had an answer to prayer or God's challenged you in a particular way. Okay. Anyone wish to do that? Okay, Linda first, then John, you, uh, you can come. And then you, right? Good. Wonderful. Um, yeah, we were praying on Tuesday for the nation. And um, while, I was pr- while we were praying together, uh, and in fact the whole week, God had been showing me a picture of a wave, but it wasn't no- an ordinary wave. It was a tsunami wave. It was one of those waves that, you know, you see, and it's very slow coming and then rolling out. And um, while we were praying, um, I wrote this. Roll out with power over land, rock, and shifting sand. Move the boulders, clear the debris, pull back the darkness, and wash us clean. Thank you. Very good. I think that's probably quite relevant in last week's um, talking about the uh, wise and the foolish builders. Yeah, it's just the whole of Basingstoke's brown. It needs drenching with rain, the whole of Basingstoke at the moment. Everything's a desert. And I just saw the street pastors coming back from working in the town centre last night, having preached, and I just pray that God would just drench these people with the love of God. The fatherless, those who haven't got a father, those who have got no hope, those who are living in poverty with credit card debts, and those who are in need in the town centre, I just pray that God will drench this town and bring the thirst in this town with the Holy Spirit and the love of Jesus Christ into the fatherless and the people on the streets and the people who are destitute in this town. I just pray that God would bring a revival into this town centre. And I just felt to pray for those who are in the town centre, in the street pastoring, and those who are going around the town centre, to pray for those people that God will bring their words and bring life into the hearts and the men and the women who need it the most. Amen, John. That's great. Thank you for that prayer. Wonderful. So I feel God has placed a dream in my heart to um, create a documentary uh, that will raise awareness about domestic violence and focus on rehabilitation uh, for the perpetrators. And I applied to this master degree in public health science uh, in order for me to have the resources and the knowledge to carry out like a research project in that way. And I just found out this week that I got accepted. So really happy about that. Where? 
Uh, it's actually a distance course from Sweden, where I'm from. Uh, so I'll be doing it from a distance, and it's on half time, so I'll be able to do it meanwhile working. So it's it all stars aligned, really. <laughs> so it's great. Uh, I start already at the end of uh, of the end of August, really. So it's soon, but I really look forward to it. It's going to be great. Yeah, so you said Emily. Yeah. Right. Father, this is, uh, isn't that great, Lord, to that great news for someone who's got a big heart for over domestic violence? And uh, it sounds like that there's a moving of God in Emily's life to do something. And as she takes these steps and takes this master's degree, we just pray, Lord, that it won't just be academic won't just be an academic thing that she comes out with, but Father, it will be something that she finds that you're constantly speaking to her. She studies as she learns uh, that so much that you will then thread it out. I can just see you sort of mixing and mixing your own word in with what she learns academically. So that when she comes out of it, she's not just got an academic understanding of this topic, but she's got the heart of God inside her. She's got the knowledge of God, and that will make her ministry really powerful. Amen. Susan. God cares about every single one of us, every single one of us, no matter how old we are, how useless we are, you know, what's going wrong, what's going right. And I was walking along the street yesterday feeling a bit sad. And first of all, I bumped into Nathaniel, who's been in my annex and is moving out. And I just saw all the ways God has worked in his life to bring everything he was to fruition. You know, a new home, a, a clearance of an eczema condition, um, his job has taken off and I just so immediately God started lifting me and then I bumped into a lady who wanted to tell me exactly why she'd made this little garden and she'd been made a garden by a main road which I was walking along to do blackberry and I didn't want to stop actually but he she didn't want to stop either and so she told me that those flowers she got at such and such a show, this was when her, she's a carer, she's from Sri Lanka, and these stones meant this, and this paving stone meant this, and this log of wood meant something. And so, I mean, <laughs> by the time I'd had the lecture, I was thinking, <laughs> Lord, you're wonderful. <laughs> you know, instead of thinking, I was thinking, I can't believe it. So that's what he wants to do for each one of us when we're feeling down, no matter who we are, how insignificant we are. It doesn't make any difference. He still speaks to us, doesn't he? Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Sue. That's great. You can clap. Yeah, if you want to clap. <laughs> Anybody else? Something to share? Marilyn. I simply wanted to say how helpful it was for those who prepared the prayer points, because you could pray them anywhere. 
and I was thrilled to see how many things we are involved in lifting up the name of Jesus in this town. And Catherine Simmons and I did prayer walking around Oakley, but what excited me was using the same prayer points for our village, for the churches in our village, as well as the church here, and realizing with thanksgiving how far we've gone in the past, I don't know, five, ten years, five years possibly, as churches together, seeing that with one aim, lifting up the name of Jesus in this town, does and will continue to make a difference and just to be involved in all these different aspects, maybe not there physically, but being able to pray and having guidelines to pray has just helped me so much in my prayer life. I used to dread going out prayer walking in case I was identified as a certain group of people who go out with their billboards, write in their notebooks, and get in little huddles to discuss the doors they've knocked at. But it was very, very different this time. I just felt the wonder of being part of the big family of Jesus in this town and seeing God is at work in so many different ways. Thank you, Marilyn. We were out prayer walking as well in Oakley. Didn't see you. <laughs> uh, Sarah, you wanted to say something? Last week, last week on Friday, Mike and I went out for a walk. And we went out for a day. I went on my own. I'm praying for the people in Basingstoke around my area because none of them go to church. And I thought, well, why is it I'm the only one? who is thinking about the holiday we're going to enjoy. And then Eileen texted Mike and said, we're coming at half past 11, 12. And Eileen drove all the way from London on the N25. And I thought, that truck road up to M33 is a long distance way. All right. And she drove all the way us to four of us in the car with a dog. And we just drove straight ahead to the caravan site from Cardiff all the way up to Wales. In one stop, we didn't stop for tea break, we didn't stop for anything, and God was there protecting us in that car because that was what I was praying for. Great. Thank you, Sarah. Lovely. Okay. Anybody else? Fine. Okay. Good. Well, what a great time. And I do want to say at the end of our week of prayer, Let's not think, oh, we've done it now. We don't have to do it any for a long time now. Actually, what we're doing is we're learning how to pray again and learning to pray, to pray more. And this is, so I hope this is a springboard into something more and really seeing God at work in our town. So thank you for those who all prayed and so on. Thank you also for the, uh, the, the folk who made our our food and drink for us. Thank you for Gary and the team who prepared the worship. Thank you for those who put the chairs out, who are often the first here, those who do the PA and, and, the, uh, and the song pro and PowerPoint. You only get to know them when things go wrong, don't you? So thank you, guys. Nothing went wrong today. They're great. Father, we, we finally just want to thank you for our time together this morning. Thank you for what we've learned, what we've heard. Thank you for our week to, in prayer. And Father, now as we go forward, we just pray that you will 
bless each one. Father, we want to go out blessed from this place. I want to go out blessed and I want to take a blessing with me. And Father, I pray that each one of us will take a blessing with, with us. And wherever we go, we bless somebody. Father, people out there will be blessed today as a result of coming into contact with one of us. So thank you. May your goodness be with us, not just today, but all week. Uh, thank you, Father. And may we do some wonderful things. May, may we see some wonderful things happening this week that actually next week we'll want to share those as well. Thank you, Lord. Amen.